0: Good morning. I'm Karen Audubonny, and uh, this is TKO, Talk Karen Radio. And this morning, uh, my program is brought to you from support from KZWAX, comes from our members and Ivy Accounting and Payroll Services in Willits, specializing in bookkeeping and payroll services for local agriculture businesses and more. Serving all of Mendocino County. More information at IvyAccounting.com dot com or four eight nine five four eight Six. Alright, it's just slightly after one uh a couple minutes after nine. This morning we're gonna do an Opal Nines, uh Total Open Lines, generated by the topics I'm gonna throw out. I'm gonna do a little bit of catch-up of stuff we haven't been able to talk about. We've been doing and I've been doing a lot of political coverage. The last several shows I've been on, debates, uh Annie Esposito and I did the propositions. Um I have to tell you folks, I've been kind of in just a like I've been holding my breath. We've got seven days, six days now, till the election. Um, voting is happening all over the United States. It's really happening in Mendocino County. Um, we've been, uh, back, been back and forth with the Registrar Voter's Office, uh, hoping to get somebody on the air. But they're doing training this week to all the uh, ballot um, balloting um, spots gualala point arena mendocino coast and all that and so they've got everybody out of the office doing individual trainings because of covid they can't do all one big joint one they're going to each individual community to do their poll place training so that's happening this week but what we did find out in back and forth with the office is that um, the amount of ballots that have been in so far Uh, last count i heard was eight thousand and that was last week which is way way above um they said normally they'd have about seven eight hundred now they're up to over eight thousand the last time i heard Uh, i'm sure it's much more than that there's drop off boxes all over um the best thing i've heard or one of the great things i heard um is that uh, this weekend, Saturday, this weekend from nine to three PM, the voter registrar's office is going to be open to help you all, uh, the last minute people that need, uh, have questions about their ballots, have questions about places where they can go to actually, you know, poll, polling places that are in your area. If you have any questions, um, Saturday's going to be available. Um, been covering this for years folks first time i've ever heard of them staying open on a saturday so that's nine to three saturday in ukiah on low gap or another way to get a hold of them is Two three four sixty eight nineteen. That's the number at the office. To get a hold of them, if you have any questions, any concerns about your ballot, you can also go to their website. You can track your ballot. I've talked to a couple people that dropped their ballot in Boonville at the fair office, fair Mendocino County Fair Office, and they were already able to track it the next day, I believe. So with all the all the voter suppression and all the difficulties I'm hearing about in other states and reading about in other cities, I just have to have a big shout out for Mendocino County and what's going on over there. We, They're doing a great job of making sure that we all are able to vote, our votes are counted. Um, it just it makes me feel... Like we're living in a very special community because we are so supported in being able to vote here. So do take the time. If you haven't done it, do it now. You can still get a provisional ballot if you're not registered. Do whatever it takes to get your voices heard. Please, 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 please. So I'm going to put out a few topics that I've been thinking about, a few things I'd like to talk about. But mainly this is going to be listener generated, 8952 448. I'm going to open up the lines uh, here shortly. One thing I missed out on with all the political coverage that uh, we've been doing is, um, I wanted to mention, there was a passing of a gentleman that I had met many, many years ago when I first came to the county, and that was Dwayne Wells. Mr. Dwayne Wells was actually the head of the Assessor's Department back when the Assessor's Department and the Voter Registration Office were separate. Those were two different separate departments. And Dwayne Wells was in that office for, oh, I think 20-some years, maybe less than that. But he went through, He I met him in 78 when we were in the middle of the, Big debates about uh, Class K and getting these uh, owner-built, back-to-lander buildings on the tax rolls. And back then, for those of you who were here, it was it was pretty bad because there, everybody was concerned about me being tuned, turned into the building and planning. A lot of people came in and built their homes and we were back to landers. We didn't have a lot of money, so we built with what we could. and so it didn't always didn't we always didn't get a building permit and do all of that. But what his stance was, and I can say it really helped the county, was his stance was he wanted to get you on the tax rolls. He did not, uh, he he had a big wall between the assessor's office and building and planning. He felt that it was important that people... Get on the tax rolls because that's where tax money comes in and stays in the county. Um, and he was did a lot with the forestry councils and later on. But um, just an incredible guy that I had a chance to work with on different occasions. And I think uh, he helped the county immensely. With getting a lot of people on the tax rolls and making it safe for us to get on the tax rolls otherwise. So, just a shout out, he passed this time, um, I think it was like three weeks ago, but just a shout out to his family and just what an incredible guy Dwayne Wells was. So, that's just a personal note for me. All right, um, so we've got, as, oh, and another the thing I wanted to talk about, just gonna put it out real quick here is that. Driving into town today, I have to tell you, it's a rutting season for those big boy deers. The bucks are out, and guys, they're goofy. Guys and gals, they are goofy. They are in rut. They aren't paying attention to anything that we're doing on the highway. So please be careful. I've heard of accidents already. They get out in front of you. They're just goofy as heck, and they're big. And I tell you, they make a lot of damage and can cause a lot of trouble if you hit them. So be aware it's rutting season out there, folks. The bucks are being goofy on the highways. Okay. Now let's get back here to uh, KCYX and Z. It's uh, we're doing a, what we call a quiet drive right now. Normally in October we'd be doing our big pledge drive, even like ten days or so to get get money in for our budgets, but we're doing COVID, so we're doing it differently, as all nonprofits are in the county. Be aware of that. That nonprofits are. Having to raise money differently now in COVID, as is Casey Wax, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. So we're doing what's called a fall quiet drive. I want to let you know as of the last accounting, which was yesterday afternoon, we had had... um, We've brought in $44,179, and that has come through um, to us for 459 donations. So, 459 people out there have stepped up and said, wow, we support what's going on here. So, if you can do that, please do that. If you have, um, please, you know we're valuable. You know you're getting your elect you're getting your power outages you're getting your fire reports plus you're getting all the election coverage and then on top of it every like this afternoon at three o'clock you're going to get alicia littletree and dr drew colfax to talk about what's going on with covid and where we are in our county and there's some really good news we've been bumped up to a different level which makes a lot of different things going on for what can be open and what's going on so tune in at three three to two or three to three thirty this afternoon with Dr. Drew Colfax and get all the update on what's going on with COVID in our county. But that's the kind of valuable programming we bring here to you and the listeners. Um, You just turn on your radio and there it is for you. So do take a time, take some time right now, if you can, to uh, donate. Go on. You can do it by going online at kzwax.org. There's a big donate button. You can also do it by sending us a check, money order in the mail to PO Box One, Philo. That's nine five four six six. Or during the day, during business hours, you can call us at eight nine five twenty three twenty four. Talk to a real person and donate what you can. Because we're a community project, I've always said. We're just a community project. We're only here because you're here donating. That's the only way we're here, folks. We do it. It's a big volunteer staff. And we need your help to be a part of it and keep it going. All right. So, um, since I've talked to you last on the air, we've had the second presidential debate. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, We've had the whole Supreme Court hearings which I will tell you I just couldn't listen to. Um, I think probably if everything that's been happening the last four years this last push for this Supreme Court position did me in. Totally did me in. Um, it raises so many so many bad things. It's just going to be incredible to see where we go from here as a nation and um, In my lifetime, I've never seen anything rushed through as fast as this was rushed through. Uh, Very one-sided. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where we go from here on that. Um, So that's a topic we can talk about. Um, The other thing I was going to bring up and talk about or just let you know is... uh, on the proposition show that Annie esposito and i did if you didn't hear that by the way you can actually go to jukebox and uh... put in it was october 9th at nine a.m. is when we did that show you can scroll down to that and actually r- listen to the hour we did on the propositions and tracking the money and all that if you haven't voted um, but one of the things that i had tracked was the money um, at this time uh the latest numbers i've looked at it's going to be pushing probably 800 million dollars for these propositions the pros and the cons and all the ads you're getting in the in the mail all the ads in, you're seeing on facebook all the ads you're seeing on tv so the money that's being thrown at these propositions this year is just for me been totally off-the-wall, obnoxious. And so I did a little calculation. If we take $800 million that is being thrown at these propositions, pros and cons, and the money that gets them on the ballot for a lot of these initiatives that have to be, have signatures. So if we have 58 counties in the state of California, we have 58 counties, folks. So if you take that $800 million and you divide it by the 58 counties, That would have been $14 million, about, that could have gone to each county. And i got to tell you, I think our Board of Supervisors would have really been able to do some good stuff with $14 million. So that's kind of the comparison of where money is getting spent in the elections. That's what's happening, folks. So I do have somebody that's trying to get in on the line, so we're going to get them in. Uh... And this is your open line show to get uh, some discussion back and forth. I don't know, is everybody else holding their breath and waiting until Tuesday to see what happens? I know I am. I know I am. So 895-2448. And we'll get some discussion going with the community on how we're all feeling and how we're going to make it through the next six days. So let me push some buttons here and we'll get our first caller on the air. Good morning, caller. You're on the air with me. Whoop, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got the wrong. Wait. Hang on, just a minute. I couldn't. Could you? Uh, wait, wait, wait. You, gotta you memory, got to start. You got to me what date that was. Wait. You got to start over. I had the wrong button pushed. Sorry.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I didn't hear much about the proposition show. Uh, I'm. And I, I looked on Jukebox, and I didn't find it. So I was wondering if you could refresh my mind, memory what date that was that you you and Annie did the uh, propositions.
0: Yeah, that was Friday, October 9th we did that at 9 a.m. And I, because it was a special show, I don't know how they've got it, uh, what title they have for it. But if you go to the October 9th at 9 a.m. show, that would have what we did. You can play it on that. Right,
1: sometimes they don't. The labels are not. Yeah, because completely de- exactly. transparent. Thank you.
0: Okay, and the other thing you can do too now is uh, we have a, a podcast. I know nothing about podcasts, um, but somehow if you go to our website, I hope it says there about the podcast. You can stream it on your little devices, which is kind of okay. neat. Okay, that's another new neat. That's another new tool that the station is getting available beza- besides the uh, jukebox. Now they have a podcast, I think, and and, and Alicia has uh, Bales is the program director. So they'll be adding more things to that. So, yeah, we're we're coming into this century. Okay. It's just amazing. I'll okay at it. All right, thanks look a lot. for it.
2: Great. Thank
0: you, bye. Yeah, X and Z is coming into this century. It's amazing. All right. Good morning, caller. You're on the air with us this morning.
3: Good morning. Um, Every election year, um, I remember two incidents in this county where my vote would have counted. And one was a school board election where my candidate lost by a couple of votes. And I was tired that day and made all kinds of excuses, and I didn't go in to vote. And my candidate lost by a couple of votes. And the other one was Liz Henry's election to the Board of Supervisors when she won by three votes. So our votes really do count. Um, they may not <clears throat> seem like counting um, in a presidential election, but they really do. And it's important. A lot of Friends around don't want to vote because they don't think it means anything, but it really, really does, especially in a small community like this. Um, so I urge everyone to vote, whether you think it's going to mean something or not. It really, really does. Well, thank you, thank you
0: so much for bringing up Liz Henry's. Uh, election because i always every time i do election coverage i always talk about that specific election and actually uh just to correct you the vote they recounted it three times but she only won by one vote oh yeah they 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 recounted
3: i know i mean it (laughs) is so uh, so in your face how important it is
0: it really is
3: it really is yeah yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, yeah and I'm, for people that weren't here, I don't remember what year that was, but it was the the coast the Costa uh, uh, district. Um, that's the fourth district, I believe. Uh, the Fourth district coast, uh, and she won by one vote, and they recounted it three times, and that one vote held held. So, yeah, that's a great example, and it's true; it's happened. So, thanks so much for calling yes. in, and do go vote.
3: Yeah, um, I would also like to add that. I listened to the hearings, all of them, from Brett Kavanaugh on. And I must say, Amy's hearing was less painful than Kavanaugh's. But, man, it's been painful to go through these hearings. I'm wiped out by the end of it. But KZYX has made it possible for me to hear what's going on, isolated in a little cabin way in the woods, and I am very, very grateful.
0: Thank you Thanks so much. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Yes. Again, that's how important we are. Um, we, uh, as I've said for years, we level the mountains. We are geographically challenged county, but one thing that does level the mountains and uh, is the airwaves and that's where we are eight nine five two four four eight. 2448 if you'd like to make comments on any of the topics I've thrown out or if there's something that you've been thinking about that you need to get out um, do call eight nine five two four four eight. oops I don't know what's on that one that's kind of weird I'm going to drop those there we go dropped them okay so that's cleared the board is cleared now so you can call eight nine five two four four eight and you'll get a nice clean line in um rich just came in and told me to for the folks that were trying to get a hold of that proposition show i guess it's directly on the website you can go to kisu org and get to the proposition show there through that uh... tells you what's going on um... Yes, and I want to thank everybody for all the positive feedback we've gotten about uh, the election coverage that we've been doing. And as far as coming up this next week, uh, Wednesday after the election, uh, Alicia Littletree and I will be on at, or I guess it's Bales, excuse me, Alicia Bales, uh, Program Director. I'll be on at uh, 9 o'clock on Wednesday, the day after with Joy LeClaire, and we'll be talking about uh, the national election is how much we know about it then we'll be covering what we can about the local elections and we'll have mostly just an um in and out all day with election coverage coming in both local and state and federal so that we can all just kind of take a deep breath and breathe through it and talk through it that's what we're going to do so we will be here for you and as I said before, I sure hope you step up and be here for us. We are doing our quiet drive. We can't keep this going without you folks. You're so important to this this community project. All right, let's get our next caller. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Um, yeah, I was wondering, why can't we change our system?
4: You know, right now we're voting for two separate entities, which is divide and conquer, which is a war tactic. And it's going where we're looking you know we're looking at where that works how it works and we're just about at the end of the cycle you know if we don't have a third party that's considered an all party that everyone can agree with or can feel comfortable with voting for even though they're in their own party we got nothing we're gonna lose and i was wondering what we do about that and I guess go from
0: there. Well, one, one thing that I think has happened through the last four years, three and a half years now with this administration is that there's a lot of um, gray areas in our Constitution, in our laws that have been exposed. Um, who knew that the emoluments clause was just merely a handshake? Uh, who knew that if you don't believe in the system, you can just challenge it and not not follow it. Um, I guess one of the things I heard this last week from a historian, um, uh, is that he quoted, uh, the, not the Constitution, but the Declaration of Independence, and said, one of the problems we have is that there's a line that we find these truths to be self-evident, and that's that's a big. There's an underlying gentleman's agreement, or of how that it's, things should uh, it's go- self-evident. Right. And is that so self-evident now? Do I no, mean, it never, it
4: never really was. It was just a statement saying that we're considered to be equal. You know, it's not. It's not a. Um, it's not a. If I got three, two legs, and you got one, that's. You're not equal because I got two. That's not the the kind of thing that they're trying to say that we're equal. We're equal as a living being is all you know. But but still, we gotta yeah. we gotta get away from voting for our understanding of where we live. I don't want to have this system. I, I have not voted and I will not vote because until I see something worth voting for, I'm letting you guys decide because. All I see is a war tactic, and they're just about to win.
0: Well, we're gonna. There's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of discussion in the next several years about the structure, what our democracy means, and what truths we all hold in common. I think so. Anyway,
4: oh, yeah. Well, I think if so. that, one more thing: if that um, new justice they have just put in,
0: yes, if
4: she. If she's a textual person and she goes to the text of the past and what it meant back then, then back then slavery was legal.
0: Well, if she goes truly back then, back then she wouldn't be able to be in this position. So, hey,
4: thank- right. So that's a good idea. <laughs> Bring come. that up in, in one of her cases. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks for the call. We oh, got thank another you. caller. Thank you. Bye. All right. Okay, folks. Eight nine five two four four eight. Let's keep the discussion going. It's an intense time, but it's also an opportunity for some positive, good change. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of our. Um, a lot of our ideas are being challenged. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Hi, uh, I'm calling back for an important
1: reason. Um, the yeah, uh, uh, Rich is right. Well, I, he didn't actually say this, but there's only two evening shows listed for Friday the ninth. There was uh, the the sports talk and the North Bay Beat. There's nothing there as far as finding it on the web. Page. I'm finding the web webpage to be somewhat of a black hole for information. It's mostly just a bunch of national news stories, and uh, and so if what the link that he's referring to is back, you know, X number of pages into the past at the bottom, uh, boy, I don't know if sure if I have enough patience to wait through all that. You you go from page to page, and there's a bunch of stories at the top. Yeah. They're fixed. that are always the same. And then the news, the, the stuff that varies from page to page is at the bottom, and it's mostly national news items. All right, and let there's me. There's a tremendous I'll get... amount of stuff to wade through there. We need some kind of way to feature important local things. I can't usually find the local show follow up stuff.
3: Um,
0: there either so on the ninth. Uh, check it at nine a.m. It was at nine a.m. But I will um, ask. Oh, nine a.m. Nine oh, a.m. We I were was in the, the morning. morning. It was in the evening. No, no, no. Nine a.m. Okay. And maybe it's there. Yeah, I'll try again. But thanks sorry. for the comments on the website. I've heard some other comments on the website and difficulty with it and all that. So we are working on trying to get us into this century. But it is you know it's, it's a volunteer slow process. Okay, uh, another caller. Here we go. Good morning, caller. You're on the air.
5: Hello. Hello. Um, I just, <laughs> I just want to say for those people that are not going to vote because they don't like both candidates, it's, it's like I, I kind of feel like we're hemorrhaging here, and <laughs> and we need to stop the hemorrhaging. That's all I have to say.
0: Okay. And and, the, and I will I will add on to that is that the president's. Uh, the president election is not the only thing to vote on. <laughs> there's a there's a lot okay. of what you there's a lot what you call down ticket items in in our county. You know, we've got two supervisors races going on. We've got the propositions. We've got so it's just not the top. It's just not the top uh, presidency that needs to be looked at. It's your local community. Absolutely. I, yeah. So. Thank uh, you. Okay. Thanks so much. Anyway, 895-2448, eight, nine, eight, nine, four, four, and we're just going to keep going with the callers because uh, we've all been cooped up, and it's so good to be able to hear what's going on in the community. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. What's going on?
5: Oh, wow. Is it me already? Yeah. You're it was Hi, quick. Um. This is Naomi. I'm at West Willits. At Hi, Naomi. Hi hi great show thank you so much um i just want to say to anyone who hasn't already voted uh to ask you to please vote no on proposition 23 the dialysis uh measure i have a son who's on dialysis four days a week and i know uh, firsthand what this would do to our clinics we only have two dialysis clinics in mendocino now one in ukiah and one in port bragg and <clears throat> the requirement it's not that there's not good things in this proposition. There are. But the requirement that to have a physician on, on hand in the diocese clinic would just kill these clinics. We, don't, we have a doctor shortage already. And um, my son tells me that there's really no need to have a physician in the clinic. They really wouldn't have much to do because the nurses are certified and they're capable of dealing with everything that happens there and if there's something that happens that isn't you know that the person needs to go to the hospital the emergency they have um, they have the equipment to take care of that and give the person the patient everything that they need before the ambulance arrives so they have a thing called a crash cart that that has special medical devices so they do have that covered and um the changes that, you know, like better sanitation and testing and so on, those do need to happen, but they can happen without requiring a doctor to be on site. So thanks for listening to that um, spiel, and I just um, ask you all to vote no on 23. Well, thank you for the
0: personal experience on that. Thank you.
5: Yeah, it's super important our dialysis patients are suffering enough as it is.
0: All right, well, thank you for the insight.
5: Thanks for the Mm -hmm. show.
0: You bet. All right, we keep going. Good morning, caller. You're
6: on the air. What's up? Hello. Hey, I was wondering if you knew during the um, during that Saturday polling place help if they're going to have Spanish speakers. Wow. To help with. This.
0: You know, yeah. I I don't know. Um, you could call the call the registrar voters office. The number is two three four six eight one nine sixty eight nineteen. Um they have been so conscientious about this whole voting process this election. I Mm -hmm. would guess that they probably do are are are, you know, looking towards that and having Spanish speakers, but I can't say that for sure. I just um I just know that the outreach from this voter registrar's office has been incredible this uh this election. Uh, I just wish that the rest of the country had the staffing that we have or have the attitude that we have. So um, I'll put it out there. But uh, the number to call to find all this out, folks, again is 234.
6: Wait, 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 let me. Now I'm in the.
0: Oh, now you got a pencil. All right, get your pencil. uh, Okay,
6: go ahead. 234 mm -hmm.
0: 6819. And at that number, all and at that number, all questions around the election and the process will be answered. Okay. And they're going to be and they're going to be open Saturday from nine to three, and they will be taking calls also during that time. So, uh, just an incredible thing to open up on a Saturday. I just oh yeah, just a shout out.
6: Well, I just registered my um, friend who doesn't who speaks limited English, but he just got his uh, ballot uh, a couple of days ago, so. Um, I don't want to send him somewhere where he's not going to be supported. So, yeah. good. I'll call them, and I'm sure they'll get on it if, if they haven't already.
0: All right. Thanks so much for checking in on that. Got to keep aware thank of our, our diverse population in the county. It's a very important thing.
7: That's right.
0: Yep. All right. Thanks it's so much. Village. You bet it is a village. All right. Check Thanks so much.
7: to oust a Trump.
0: Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you bet. Bye-bye. Have a good day. All right, and we keep going on to get in this conversation. eight nine five two four four eight. 2448 I know it's Wednesday before the um, election. Uh, I know nationally they're telling places, p- telling people that if you have the opportunity, walk your ballot in instead of relying on the um, postal service. I do not know how our postal service is uh, working right now in the county. I don't know if they're behind. Whoops. Uh, let me drop that one okay i don't know if the how uh the postal service is doing in our county i know in some areas it's slowed down so if you have any doubt you can take it to your polling place or you can do these drop boxes and you can also call that phone number and go online to the red star voters to find out where the drop boxes are they're trying to make it really easy for us folks take advantage good morning caller you're
7: on the air yeah, this is outrageous. This is Randy Dalton calling from uh, Leightonville. And Not from Laytonville. I'm from Willits now. But, yeah, that's um, better. Um, I'm trying to get a hold of AT&T to do some repairs. The The phone box that has the wires outside the house, the lid is falling off. And I went down yesterday to Ukiah, and I've been to the... Um, to get a, uh, a box, a black, a, a gray plastic box with a lid on it to replace, to put the wires in. And the AT&T people, I called the billing, and they referred me to another number, and I got the laser eye surgery place in Santa Rosa, the number that they've got listed on the bill. And I can't get a hold of AT&T for repairing the phone. And I want my landline. I don't like a cell phone because if they decide to click with a little button, nobody will be able to call anywhere. You know, they can turn us on or off. I like the landline. And I'm just wondering if anybody else has had any problems. That, oh, you, know, we,
0: you really don't even want to open up that. You want to talk about a Pandora's box. Open up problems with AT&T in Mendocino County, and oh my goodness, we're going to get flooded with calls. Well, I want to um, find
7: out. I want to find out what's going on, because my daughter pays $83 a month oh, for me to have service.
0: I have and, gone around with AT&T, with the nonprofit board that I'm on, for the last 10 years, Um I, I just heard recently that they're uh, debating whether even they're even going to keep a hard line out to f- Um Yeah, I don't even know what to say about ANT, TNT, that would be admissible on the air. <laughs> well, the
7: la- well, the last <laughs> okay. time you I mean, had a branch that broke a, a oh, line. Oh, yeah, no, a, no. A it's, tree in the house? I, a, black, a black man came from Contra Costa, County kind of from Brentwood. And that's an eight-hour drive. That's four hours I know. four hours back.
0: I wish you the best of luck, but as far as AT&T in this county, I just can't even talk about them. It just gets my blood pressure up, and I don't want to do that. Well, we don't have do to, that, honey,
7: so. because they're losers, and I want my landline. I know. I do want my we landline. We all want it, yeah. I don't trust the computers. I don't yeah. trust the, you know, we're going to have to do something. And the, if you, do you know who's about the consumer? blank place
0: yeah. i don't but i know that you get online and you just hold and you hope for the best i've heard horror stories so i wish you the best oh, of luck i know sure i well. wish i'll, I'll,
7: I'll write a, i'll write a letter all right thank you dear you thank bet you. all
0: Bye-bye. right hey good
6: morning caller you're on the air you with me well thank you thank you for taking the call oh yeah uh, the last the last primary i was having trouble getting that outcome of the primary And I called about 10 days after, and I called the state, I called the the county, I called everybody, and nobody knew the outcome. And Hmm. finally what happened is I, they said, you have to call the Democratic Party. They're the only ones who know the outcome of the primary. And I thought that that was very strange. Hmm. Um, And they said, we still don't know because we have 30 days from the election date to count votes.
0: That's true. I guess that. That's very yeah. true. They have 30 days. But normally the county, our registrar voters office, does post the first flush of counting, uh, the night of, or uh, they start posting it after eight o'clock. So by 10, 11 o'clock, they have the initial counting, which now will include this whole big flush of, uh, ballots that have been sent in now, which are well over 8,000, I know. So, uh, but if you go to the, our website or elections. Website, uh, you should be able to get the very initial count. That's what always happens.
6: Okay. I guess. Yes. So I guess part of this is, you in a, in a, um, know, you know, a presidential election, you would you almost expect to hear the results of it by the next day. And if we have that much time to count our votes, how many of our votes are actually counted per se? Actually, get put into the final count oh. in thirty days. They yeah they update it. I mean, just well I'm saying yeah I understand what you're saying. You're getting you're kind of getting a preliminary tally. Correct. The, the whole issue is what's the final tally?
0: Well, that final tally they, the have, final? they have they have they have the 28 days or 30 days to get the final tally in, and that's when that happens. But I will say, and I think that we all need to be thinking about this and sending it out to all our friends everywhere. Is that? With COVID, with the way the the election's been having to happen remotely, and and with the uh, postal service being slow, I think that we've we're beyond the situation where we can expect to know the final results the next day. I think that's just expecting too much of our system. Um, and I think I I personally, this is my personal opinion, if it takes a week, if it takes two weeks, I would rather make sure that the counting is done, that it's done right, and we know the true results. So, I mean, we, we've you know, waited I, this long.
6: I agree with you. Yeah. I think but people's expectations are you're going to know by the end of the night or the next day. Well, It actually takes 30 days to shoot a state's ballots why are we saying you'll know the next day
0: i don't i think i think we're uh, we shouldn't have those expectations going in And I don't think in the future we should have those expectations unless somehow we change our voting systems where they're all the same, which I personally think would be bad, too. Right now we have each county controls the systems that it has throughout the different states. Sure makes it less likely that they're going to all be hacked at once. So I I think the expectations have to be realigned with the reality of the day. How's that? I agree with you.
6: There you go. I agree with you. Then one more thing. Yes, and that is, don't you think it's time that we start giving, we start saying that election day is a a national holiday? Oh (laughs) yeah, presidential election. You bet. Always have thought that. Always have thought that. Okay.
0: If we can have Columbus Day, we can have a voting day, a national voting day. All right.
6: Well, with all, with all the things that we, we give as holidays, I would think voting, which is representative of a democracy, it should be a very high priority for for um, a holiday.
0: See, all these things we can talk about after this election, all of this stuff is going to be brought up, because it's now in focus. So thanks for your call. Have a great day.
3: Okay. You too. Bye-bye.
0: Good morning, caller. You're on the air.
3: Oh,
8: good. Um... Yeah, AT&T. I oh, no. You, that got me wound up. Oh, no, see, I, I, you can't just... I gave just... up years ago. Yeah. I, I had a landline forever, and there was trees yeah. laying on it uh, down down the road, and and the, it, I needed repair. You know, I said, you guys come fix the phone. You know, it's your phone. I'm paying you for the service, and it took years to decide that they're just not going to fix it.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, and now, but now also, if you call them, you stay. I've heard people on hold for like two hours trying to well, just get to somebody.
8: I give up. I'm all cell phones now. I, I like having a landline. I, I had I have a rotary phone that goes on the wall that really freaked the kids out. It's great <laughs> when our phone would, phone would go out and we'd just you know we'd have to kick it in for reserves. Yeah, the phones over there. They'd look at that. But um, also um, your voter your voter uh, information pamphlet. Yes. Is very good if you, if you can't, you know I, I love KZyx and love to hear everybody's opinions and stuff. But you can you can make a pretty good, well informed decision. You know, just by reading that and sit down at the kitchen table and talk it all over and check out who's backing it. And
0: that's what we do.
8: Thank- and um, I'm I'm of the older I'm a I'm a boomer, and uh, <laughs> in the last I've been told. Uh, quite a few times over the last few years, by some of my younger Green Party, which I, I actually thought about, you know, I kind of back the Green Party, that uh, my generation settled for the lesser of two evils. Yeah. And I just like to say that no, we didn't settle. We fought tooth and nail for the lesser of two evils. And now that we've got stuck with the worser of two evils, I think maybe people understand why.
0: So. <laughs> it's a pretty it's it's a pretty black for me it's a pretty black and white issue this time around yeah. so, anyway we
8: got to get that jump yeah. out of there all right well thanks for the call have so, a great week you're welcome today. yeah right. have a good one thanks for the show
0: okay so um rich just came in and gave me a nice piece of paper here that says for complete collection of election related pieces or shows on kz wax is done for this election the 2020 election you can go to kzyx.org, and then you do that little backslash thing, programs, backslash, elections-2020. Oops. Uh, So that's what uh, you do. So let me do that. You go to kzyx.org, backslash, programs, backslash, elections-2020, and that will have all the shows that have to do with the election coverage that we have done for you. And while you're at the website, you can also go to that Donate button to show us how much you appreciate all the work all the programmers and all the staff have been doing to get you all this incredible information this season in this election and the fire season and all the things we do here. Okay, we're going to continue on with the listeners calling in at 895-2448. Oop. I had a caller. There we go. Drop. Do call back. I'll get you on. Good morning, caller. You're on the air.
2: Hi. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Yeah. I want to respond to an earlier caller uh, about this Prop Twenty Three. I was a couple of questions for you because I know you cover these issues, and I listened to you. Wasn't this on the ballot a couple of years ago and failed, or something very similar with the uh, dialysis
0: clinics? Yeah, it was two years ago, and I left all my ele- I left all my proposition paperwork at home because it was huge. Um, there yeah. was it, back in two thousand eighteen, there was another one with the dialysis companies, and it did go get defeated. I am not familiar with dialysis companies. I just know that there's two major companies that throw millions and uh, millions of dollars at these propositions. And I personally don't know if it's just because they don't want to be regulated or if there's really something going on. But yeah, this is the second time there has been... um, a ballot initiative about the dialysis companies but it's different this time so yeah it's totally out of my league that's why it was nice for the woman that came in that ha- called in that does have some hands-on experience about it so yeah i don't know who's pushing these m- initiatives i just know there's a lot of money getting thrown out of my- so there you go
2: okay. on both sides right?
0: Uh, on this one yeah if i remember right on both sides on this one it's, main, it's mainly the two companies, the big dialysis companies that have been yeah. throwing multi-millions at it. I think they're well over a hundred and some. I flashed on it this morning. I think it's up to 190 million maybe they've thrown at it. Or maybe that's the Uber. The other one that's getting a lot of money thrown at it that's just so bad is obnoxious for me is the Uber. Uh, that's 22, I believe, or the Uber driver ones and Lyft drivers. That one has almost 200 million on the, on the no side, I believe.
2: Yeah, I remember you mentioned 188 million when you did the show. But yeah. yeah, the other thing is, I like to read all the text and make my mind up. And I'm, I'm just glanced at the uh, you know what we got from the county on this prop. It's kind of hard to tell from either one of those. But that dialysis clinic thing, if I remember properly from the last time, it had a lot to do with hygiene and safety. And uh, uh, y- y- you know, the defeat was because it allowed the clinics to operate in not the best manner for the patient's safety hygiene and and staff and so forth and i'm not sure whether this well i'll read it and um, well let yeah, me hope, let me give
0: I you another it. hope let me give you another uh... resource here uh... i go to the, the two resources i use is uh, CalMatters.org. org they're really good they do a really great uh, comprehensible discussion or you know pros and cons they also show you where the money goes the other one i really go to for my um you know information is ballotpedia.org those are two websites that are very good about breaking down the propositions and giving you the pros and cons and tracking the money so ballot ballotpedia.org and calmatters.org either one of those will help you along for voting but thanks for calling in yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Alrighty, okay, here we go. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Are you? Yeah. Turn off your f- radio.
3: Okay. Oh, yes, We're uh, gonna get nasty uh,
2: feedback.
9: Um. There you go.
0: There we go. <laughs> uh,
9: thanks for taking my call. Uh, just a quick question and i'll listen to the answer off air um on the air <laughs> on or off uh about the electoral college and anti- its antiquated uh, use how they wrote that in and how it undermines the popular vote is uh my concern and also, uh, what Trump may do if he disputes uh, the uh, election results. Um, so, those two uh, little issues I'm, I'm more concerned
10: with than anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Electoral College is a very interesting um, topic, uh, there's pros and cons on both sides. I think what's happened is that is the last three, uh, two out of the last three elections have been decided by the Electoral College and not the popular vote. Um, and I've heard, po- I go around, my nephew argues with me about it should be, if it was working like it should be working, the Electoral College would be a good thing to have. Um, I don't know that I feel that way. So I've had some interesting discussions about. If the, the electoral college was doing what it should be doing and what it was mandated to do originally, way back when, maybe it would be a good thing. Uh, or maybe we're beyond that because of just where we are in our society. So those, I think, these are the type of topics that have been exposed in the last four years. That there's going to be a lot of discussion and possibly reform on in the next next uh, next several years. So, hey, thanks for the call. Thanks. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on the air.
10: Hi. I uh, call about Proposition uh, 15, the way the uh, government needs more money all the time. Are they ever satisfied? <laughs> uh, probably not. I find myself on the same side as the NAACP, which is great. Uh, they, they realize uh, that uh, these corporations, if they're charged more money, are just going to pass it along to uh, the rest of it. It'll just cause... More inflation, you know, and uh, feed the political class, which already overcompensated, and uh, for their services, supposedly. Also, they're buying that uh, that motel on Orchard Avenue for ten point five million, which is you know your tax money at work for a homeless shelter, and uh, that doesn't even include the uh, the retrograde that has to occur, which will be another five million or so of your tax money it were i mean you know we have a runaway government a runaway overcompensated government you know with uh, perks and uh... uh... medical insurance that way outweighs uh, anything you can get in the private sector and uh, i'd say enough is enough so no on uh, fifteen also a no on. uh... 21 because that's uh, just gives more power to bureaucrats you know with the rent control and stuff so this is what I'd like to say.
0: Alright. All right. Well, thank you for your opinion. Okay. Have a good day. You too. Good morning caller you're on the air.
5: Oh gosh. I'll be brief because I'm double dipping. Just in response to the last comments about Measure uh, Proposition 23, uh, this is really a rural versus urban issue. This measure, this proposition would be good for, for for urban clinics because it would stimulate competition among the clinics to clean up their acts and provide better service. But it would be killer for the rural clinics because we can't afford those doctors and therefore the clinics will close under the pressure of competition and we'll just just like with making services more um, the standards for services more um, onerous for abortion clinics it causes them to close in rural areas so if we don't have clinics we certainly won't have better hygiene and it will really force dialysis patients who can't do home dialysis or can't get a transplant there's a really long waiting line it will force them to move out of the area to get treatment. This is a life and death thing. That's a lifeline for them. So again, I plead with people. Um, it's confusing because the Democratic Party endorses it. So don't please don't be com- confused by that. Okay. And just remember where we live.
0: All right. Thanks, Thanks so Thanks, much. Guys. Thanks for the input on that. Yeah, bye. Bye. Yeah, the propositions are really an interesting part of our uh, lead elective process or our process, government process, uh, getting these ballot initiatives on the on the ballot, well, how it does that, and the cost. I, I guess what pauls me is the the money that's being spent on the pros and cons. It's just gotten, as I said, we could bring a lot of money into the counties if we just took the money that went towards those and spread it around the counties. Oh, this thing, okay, so uh, we got about uh eight minutes left, 895 2448. The lines are open. I do want to say again, we are in a silent, a quiet, we have to call it a quiet drive to help bring money to KZ, Wax, and Z. Uh, we've had fa- 459 donations as of t- yesterday, and that has brought in 44190 or er, $79. Uh, if you're listening now and you enjoy listening to the stuff that I do, the open lines, the oh, the political coverage, and all of that good stuff, throw some money at the station when you can. Go to uh, kzux.org, donate button. You can call the station at 895-2324 during the day. Or there's always the good old snail mail, P.O. Box 1, Philo, California. And uh, like I say... We are a community project, and if you're listening, you are definitely part of this community. All right, let's get back to the callers. Good morning, caller. You're
7: on the the air. air. Thank you. If we bring our ballots down to the fairgrounds on Election Day, our mail-in ballot, if we bring it to the polling place on Election Day, will our ballot be
0: counted? Oh, yes, of course. All ballots are counted. It just won't be in the first flush of ballots. That's all. Um, so yes, you bring, you can bring your ballot down to the polling place. And there's also a situation if you wanted to have a, I, there's a situation where you can bring your ballot to the polling place. And when you talk about the fairgrounds, I, sounds like you're in Anderson Valley at the, at the Apple Hall, um, I read online, I don't know why you'd want to do it, but you can bring you the ballots you've got in the mail and you can actually turn it in for one and vote right there in person. So I don't know if that means it's going to, the one that you do in person is going to be counted sooner, but they're all going to be counted. They're all going to be counted by the, there's, they all get counted. Just be aware of that. They all get counted. I think it's just a timing of how soon it gets counted and gets into the tally. But they all get counted. So if you want to take it to your polling place, uh, you can do that. And they can also inform you there of your options once you get to your polling place. How's that? Perfect. Thank you. You bet. In fact, I'm dropping my ballot off as soon as I leave the station today on my way through Boonville. So, yes. We can drop them off early we can indeed they have a drop-off box at the fairgrounds and there's other drop-off boxes in ukiah there's one in fort bragg i'm not sure where they're all at you'd have to check at the Registrar voters office or online but yes you can drive through and put it in the little official box that they i think clean out every night so and there is one at the boonville fairground okay perfect Thanks all you right very much. you bet good morning caller you're on the air
11: Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to put my two cents in for a yes vote on Prop 15 and Prop 19. Now, uh, tell us uh, which one's those on.
0: What's Prop 15?
11: Prop 15 is the uh, allowing or requiring corporations to pay their fair share on property taxes. Oh, what a uh, concept. Back Pro- <laughs> yeah, back when Prop 13 was passed in the 70s, uh, there were some loopholes. Uh, Willie Brown had a column in the Chronicle... Uh, He was the Speaker of the Assembly in California at that time, and he said when they created the enabling legislation for Prop 13, they left some big loopholes to where the large corporations didn't have to pay their fair share of property taxes, and so Prop 15 would rectify that, particularly with COVID-19 going and these wildfires. I mean, the state is really going to be in deep trouble financially without some extra revenue, and this could bring in billions. uh, And it does exempt uh, companies... Uh, under uh, i think whose net worth is under three million dollars so and family and agriculture yeah, family farms leading uh, commercials i noticed on tv putting uh you know like barbershop owners and those kind of people and saying oh we're going to be really hit hard well that's not true uh in most cases uh, those businesses probably aren't worth you know three million dollars so they'll be exempt It'll, it's mainly targeting the large corporations uh, anyway, that's what I wanted to say in response to the previous caller, one of the previous callers,
0: about the who taxes. Was yes, yes. advocating no
11: on yes. those both those propositions?
0: And let me add too on Proposition Fifteen, uh, agricultural family farms are exempt from that, also. Okay.
11: Yes, yeah. that's another misleading commercial they've been putting on, uh, uh, implying that they aren't exempt. But okay, thank you for your time.
0: Oh no, thank you. Have a great day. All right, Here we too. keep. We're going to just keep going with listeners for a few more minutes. Good morning, caller. You're on the
3: air.
9: Good morning, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Just wanna bring, just want to bring home really quick. Um, we got a couple weeks here left. I think the fire season, it seems like. So I just wanted to remind people to just be really vigilant around their homes if they're pulling out their splitters, you know, maybe haven't run it for a little while. The exhaust might have some, uh, you know, some rusty pieces that get hot. Uh, you might want to keep your hoses powered up around your homes. And um, if you got a couple pump sprayers that aren't being used, go ahead and put one gallon of water with a little soap in there. And if you're going out with your chainsaw, uh, just keep those handy. And um, a bucket with some burlap doesn't, doesn't hurt either. And uh, just uh, for those folks that are towing their trailers, you know, just uh, be mindful that the road in the middle of the road is higher than where your tires go. So really pay attention to your chains when you're when you're loading your loads at places and check your air tire pressure. And let's just all try to stay really vigilant for these next three weeks
0: well unfortunately i think it's going to be longer than three weeks because they're talking about we may not even see moisture till december if we're that lucky um and so it's i think we're in i think we're in for at least another month of potential fire seasons and i want to thank you for bringing up the chains and trailers i'm a trucker i have several trailers with chains and I am always very conscious of making sure the chains are not dragging. And just recently I heard about a great idea of old uh, fire hose from like our fire departments and stuff. You take and cut a slice of that off and slip it over your chains and then you don't even have to worry about it. I thought that was brilliant.
9: And that actually was my idea. Was um, it? I believe. Uh, my name's Gizmo and I've been working on this for several years wow, uh, wow. Um, and I believe and I've talked to our uh had our um county supervisors several of them Mr. Hashchuk in particular about allowing people with trailers horses trailers and travel trailers to and utility trailers to be able to pull into any volunteer or regular fire department and get a, a hunk of this hose and possibly leave a dome.